Are you ready for a travel adventure? How about an exciting trip to Venice or an exhilarating experience in Bangkok? Maybe you were more about a culinary adventure in Barcelona or just a relaxing day cruising the canals of Amsterdam. Join the Professor Travel as he invites you on an epic excursion, one that has you traveling the globe with him. Come and experience a world of culture, a world of history and architecture, a world of food and experiences to broaden your mind and save you time and money as you travel. Learn more, discuss more, travel more, and enjoy life more. And now your host, The Professor Travel. Greetings, students, and welcome again to this episode of The Professor Travel. I am your host, The Professor Travel, coming to you from Orange County, California, quarantined this week because of the coronavirus situation, but we continue to move forward. Um, just a few things about The Professor Travel. Uh, this is the site, the blog, the podcast that you go to in order to learn more about different travel destinations, to discuss them as a community. We hope that that inspires you to travel more and hopefully enjoy life more. Now, again, you can reach me on a variety of different social media, including my website at theprofessortravel.com. Um, you can also find me on YouTube and Facebook at The Professor Travel. I'm now available on TikTok for all you new kids out there that are using that at The Professor Travel. Um, if you're on Instagram, you can find me there at the underscore professor underscore travel. I am available on Twitter at The Professor TR1. And then, of course, if you are a blogger, you can find me on theprofessortravel.blogspot.com. Com. So students, this week I have a wonderful visiting professor, uh, Professor Graciani Miranda um, Ramirez de Ariano. Did I get that correct? Yeah, yeah. Oh my I, God. I, my you know, with, with the accent, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Graciani, for being on this podcast and vlog. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, happy to be here. Oh, thank you. So for the benefit of my students, can you tell us a little bit about your educational background and maybe a couple of places that you've traveled to? Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I have a BFA from the U and a JD from uh, New York Law School. Um, I've been to Europe a lot, mm -hmm. uh, Spain, France, uh, Italy, before the virus. Um, and in 2018, my second most recent like big trip, um, uh, which is where I met you. Yep. Um, we went to uh, on a cruise around the Baltic Sea where we saw St. Petersburg, uh, Oslo, um, Helsinki, uh, Germany, and where else? Uh, Stockholm, Sweden. Stockholm, oh my God, which I loved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and Tallinn. Tallinn, we went Tallinn, to Tallinn. That's right. Um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Well, it sounds like you've definitely been a lot of places. I really enjoyed the cruise that we uh, went on, and we've been in contact every Me too. Day. Yeah, so we have. We have to definitely continue to do that. So, But for purposes of, of this vlog podcast, um, you recently went on a trip to a couple of places. You went to Argentina, you went to Brazil, and you went to Uruguay. Is that correct? That is correct. <laughs> also okay. with my mom. Awesome. Pictured. Hi out there, Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> if she sees this, that's awesome. So um, for the benefit of my students, what what made you guys want to decide to go on this trip, which, by the way, included a cruise as well? Yeah, yeah. It was also um, on a cruise. Um, so we, I mean, I like a cruise because it's a convenient way to see a little bit of everything, to see the world, which is kind of my... Uh, goal now uh, that I'm still re relatively young and you know I want to travel um, I've also have never had never been south of the equator not the country but you know um, uh, the imaginary line um, so that's something that I wanted to fix. I'd also been reading a lot by this author, whom I totally recommend. His name is Eduardo Galeano. Here, let me I actually have two books of his on my nightstand. Uh, they're both in Spanish, but they're also both available in English. Um, 
but anyway, that's his name, Eduardo Galeano. Backwards. Okay. Anyway, um, anyway, so uh, he wrote uh, his like masterpiece. Uh, uh, it's called The Open Veins of Latin America, and I had finally read it, even though it was written in the, in the 70s, and I wanted to maybe see a lot of what he was talking about, because to me, um, even though I am Hispanic, I had never been to South America. Um, yes, to the Caribbean and, and and Mexico, but not the the continent, you know, proper. Sure. Um, so, and I wanted to see. Uh, I I want to see the world. You know? I agree. So, you know what? I'm kind of in the same vein as you are. I have. I think now I got 23 countries under my belt. Unfortunately, one of my trips got canceled recently because of the outbreak yeah. of the coronavirus. But I'm looking to reschedule that for later on this year and hopefully um, add a few more. So I get that passion for wanting to go to a bunch of different countries and really just check out the culture, the food, the history. And in fact, the picture that you have on this shot right here is of Christ the Redeemer in, in, uh, in uh, Rio, Rio de Janeiro. Rio, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's your beautiful mother, Gigi. Is that correct? That, yeah, yeah, that's with mom. Uh, we saw the Christ um, on a relatively clear day. It's it's high up on a like a hill. You have to take a tram to get up there. Um, quite an experience. Um, I heard some people got um, dizzy because oh. it was so high. Um, (laughs) okay. Um, I, I didn't see that or experience it. Um, but the, the statute in real life is very impressive. I think it's probably supposed Um, to be about the size of the statue of Liberty or something equivalent. Well, maybe sure. Uh, I've never (laughs) been to the statue of Liberty. Which we we had a conversation about. I know, I know, I know. I lives in New York for crying out loud. So come on. I'm sure that if I lived in Rio, I would probably not see Christ the Redeemer, (laughs) you know, (laughs) you see it every day right out there. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, So let me ask you this, Um, knowing that you're going to be going to these countries, were there any visas that were required for this or could you just use your u.s passport none yeah no just passport um before boarding the cruise uh the cruise uh crew uh takes everyone's passports and to kind of go through the the customs check-in for everyone at a time as we uh arrive at a new country and then at the end of the trip uh like two days before we we um the the cruise ends uh we're we pick up our our passports at designated places Hmm. on the ship like you know uh, just depending on like stateroom floors or what you know floors one and two pick it up here three and four pick it up there you know did that concern you guys at all that they were actually taking your passport for a longer period um yeah but at the same time i'm like ah fuck it you know we're here like you know (laughs) what what, what, you know what are we gonna do say no yeah no i get Uh, it so Were there, by the way, in traveling to this location, were there any type of special travel medications or anything that you needed to prepare for ahead of time? Uh, you mean like, for myself? Yeah. No, like, just... like, did you need to get inoculations or anything? No. Okay. No. I wasn't sure. I was just, I know you're going uh, further south and some of those places do have tropical environments. So I wasn't sure if you had to get something. Oh, yeah. Required. No. I didn't know. So, all right. Well, let's talk about the prepacking process. Knowing that you're, it's summertime and that you're going down to South America, uh, what were some things that you decided to pack on this trip? So definitely a bathing suit, um, you know, because I knew that Brazil, Rio, that whole thing, we had to go to Copacabana. And I was like, I am going to get in the water of the most famous beach in the world. I don't care if it's cold, raining, you know, just to say that I did it, right? Right. Um, and also the the cruise had uh, two, no, three, three pools um, and hot tubs and whatever. So those were, you know, nice on the days at sea. Um, I also, you know, we knew that uh, this was in February, which is the summertime down there, um, the the end of it. So I I also knew I was going to dress very much for uh, warm weather. I still brought like two jeans just in case, 
you know, we go somewhere nice or whatever, like semi nice to eat. Um, <laughs> the the cruise though had, um, what do you call it? Uh, like uh, like a formal night tape thing or like yeah, but even on the on the nights that were not formal dress code. Yeah. That's the, um, they, they had a dress code. Uh, men had to wear, um, like you can't wear a tank top and you have to wear long pants. And for those, and the, for those who know Graziani, he pretty much lives in tank tops for. Cause it's, yeah, and sure. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, I could, I could work out or sleep in the same outfit. Like, I mean, um, I just, I just want to say even going to the Baltics, which is like Russia, he was in like tank tops and shorts for the most part. Okay. Like, for, for, for that one, I, <laughs> I, I took for granted how far North we were going. Um, I mean, I was cold and the one uh, pair of jeans that I brought, I used like what, seven times, oh, you know, oh, like, yeah. like yeah. Cold in the evenings there. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, good for you. Um, okay. Oh, well, by the way, did you have to pack any uh, sun protection or any mosquito repellent at all? Okay. So I always pack an SPF um, if I know I'm going to be out in the sun, you know, like in a pool or like whatever. So, yeah. Mosquito repellent. Um, we had, we ended up buying some, uh, I forget where it was. I think it was in Brazil. Uh, the, the cruise ship, uh, which was Celebrity Eclipse, um, supposedly it's going to be renovated or whatever. Fine. Um, it should, <laughs> uh, like, I mean, a lot of it was nice. Don't get me wrong, but where I felt they cut corners a lot was in maintenance and, uh, cleanliness. Uh, the smoking section, I smoke by the way. Yeah. Um, the smoking section, for example, was just infested with mosquitoes. Oh my gosh. And a lot of people complained and the crews came back with, oh, well, you know, we are near the Amazon. So of course there's going to be bugs and whatnot, but I called BS on that because we would go on land uh, and we wouldn't be you know, followed by bugs <laughs> everywhere you went. So it, it was really just on the boat. Mm. Um, We're going to get into talking about the cruise in just a second because I just, I, I, it sounds like you have a lot to say on that. <laughs> no, I mean, that was it. That was it. That was my big main, like, complaint, you know, because I would spend a lot of time in the smoking section a lot, just, you know, having a drink, having a cigarette, talking to whomever. Totally. Um, but... I'm, I'm getting eaten alive here, you know? So yeah, it just sucked. But so, other than so that. For, so for future reference, would you have brought it ahead of time? Do you think? Um, I think I would have just brought like long pants, you okay. know, um, like long sweatpants or something, a hoodie, you know, for summer weather, but Hey, I'd rather be sweating bullets than getting bitten alive, but whatever. Sense. Anyway, no, totally makes sense. Okay, so you live in New York City. You got to try and get to your port destination, which is in Buenos Aires, Argentina. Yeah. Right? So, how, so how do you get to JFK, which is this, which is where I'm assuming you left out of? Yeah. Um. So usually I'll take the subway. Mm -hmm. It takes a little bit longer. Um. But it's just like a personal thing. I get very bad motion sickness. Okay. So I will rather just take the train so that I don't have to get in a car in a taxi All right. uh, because like once you hit traffic leaving the city uh, um, Manhattan mm -hmm. is a hassle of like you know the guy's just hitting the brakes and like sudden turns to the uh, you know it's just awful but anyway um, yeah we <laughs> left out of, out, of J out of JFK to go to uh, direct flight to um, Argentina did you uh, did your mom fly from JFK also, or did she fly from? Yeah, Puerto Rico? yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She came from Puerto Rico to New York. She spent a few days here. Okay, um, I was still working anyway. Um, so, yeah. all right, no problem. Well, I mean, 
I would still think even that way, it's going to cost less because you're using the subway than it would be to oh yeah vehicle or something or get an Uber or even something like that. If you take the subway and then you have to pay a fee to take the AirTran from the subway to like the uh, terminals at the airport, that is like. So that whole trip with public transportation is about $10. Um, yeah, yeah. E- e- which is still a lot, you know. Uh, uh, but- not, wait, hold on. No, not compared. Like, okay, so I was going to park my car at LAX for this recent trip I was talking to you about that I got canceled. Uh, and yeah. that was going to cost me almost $200. So Okay, but that's parking a car. That's true. You know, this is just a person it. moving from point A to point B. <clears throat> you know, I'm just moving the cheap way. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, but but if you were to take um, an Uber, a cab, whatever, it's easy, easy north of fifty dollars. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I, 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 easy. So let's talk about the flights really quick. So, what airline did you decide to go on? So um, I thought we were booking Delta, mm-hmm. um, but we got Aerolíneas Argentinas, which is, I guess, Argentina's airline. Okay. Um, two different uh, planes on our way there and then on our way back. The one on our way back was better. Both times we flew business, um, but the, the, the seats and the whole setup of gadgets was different. Um, uh, like on our way back, that one, you know, had like blue light and what, it was really nice. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, the only reason I fly uh, business for long trips is so that I can lie down. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested, you know, I'm, like unless I'm awake and hungry in, <laughs> in eating. Uh, you know, sure, I'll have a drink at the beginning. Okay, but otherwise just don't bother me you know i i would rather just sleep this off especially since i can't smoke you know i'm 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 in a glorified hallway a tunnel i can't leave Mm -hmm. um so if i can just you know get through this with the least amount of consciousness as possible that would be great for everyone (laughs) (laughs) no but i mean how like i assume you ate while you were on the flight it was 11 hour trip right uh i so on our way back, no, we ate at the airport, okay. at the lounge. Because if you got business, you know, you kind of get access to like some lounge or whatever. Okay. So, so that's where we ate, such that as soon as we boarded, which was at 11 something, 11.15, massive delays, but whatever. Um, oh. By the time we, we got on the airplane, we just like pass out, <laughs> you know, and sleep. Like, no, that's no. actually good in that particular case because that way it was like much easier to sleep throughout the entire flight. Oh, yeah. And it was very easy to sleep. Okay. Yeah. That one. Okay, yeah. So you arrive in Buenos Aires. Um, where is your hotel? How far are you from the docks? How far are you from the airport? So from the airport uh, to the hotel, maybe about half an hour. Okay, that's not that bad. The, the hotel was, was in an area that I guess would be like the equivalent of Fifth Avenue in New York, like Midtown Fifth Avenue, um, you know, where like the boutiques are and whatnot, you know, it's all like nice. It's, 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 it's a touristy, bougie <laughs> kind of place. Oh, I think I may have lost you. Can you hear me okay? So, so that yeah. Had some technical difficulties there. <laughs> um, but it was my saying, fault. No, that's okay. Um, but you were saying that the accommodations were in a kind of nicer district of, of Buenos Aires, correct? Yeah, uh, very well located. Um, uh, a lot of the architecture made it... made. Um, Buenos Aires seem a lot like a like like a mini Paris. Oh, nice! It reminded me so much of Paris. Um, awesome. Like and just in the architecture and the in in like smaller roads, not like the big avenues, but um, yeah, just very very uh, beautiful. Um, How long were you guys in Buenos Aires for? 
we were there for, I think it was three days before the cruise left. Yeah. And how was the food there? Great. Um, I mean, you know, okay, so I'm vegan-ish. Although, you know, as of late, I've been pescatarian. Okay. You know, because, you know, and especially on, on this trip, the concept of veganism is not a thing. (laughs) <laughs> uh, vegetarian, maybe. Um, but then they'll just dump dairy into it. And no, that's not going to fly. So um, so I'll just, you know, have the salmon, the, the fish, whatever. Just, okay. You know, you know whatever. So um, what I ate was fine. Um, nothing that I can recall now that stood out on this trip, except one meal that was exquisite. But anyway, um I mean, we, we, we didn't go there to, to eat, but if something, uh, you know, typical of wherever we were came around, then sure, we'll, we'll partake. But um, we were mostly just very aggressive with sightseeing, um, uh, taking tours to learn, you know, what's this? What's this plaza? What's that um, statue? What does it mean? You know, uh, that heavily touristy stuff. We saw a flamenco show. It was great. We saw two, one in, in Argentina and the other one in uh, Montevideo in Uruguay. Both okay. great. Uh, one was improvised, it turned out. The other one was not. Um, and huh. from watching them, I would not have been able to tell. So that's uh, very impressive. <laughs> you know, fun fact, fun fact that, that I learned on this trip. Um, so apparently back in the day when, when tango was originating, um, it, it was a dance form of, of the poor. It wasn't like fancy. It was frowned upon by you know, uh, the upper crust of Argentinian society, you know? Um, And it wasn't until tango found its way to Europe and such that Europeans were like, oh, wow, oh, this is so exquisite and new and fabulous that then Argentina openly, you know, uh, (laughs) everyone was so proud of their you know, legacy on the dance floor. Um, you know, so, so tango originated, you know, on the streets hmm. uh, by, by, by the poor, by the immigrants. Uh, yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't think that's the case, but I mean, it, it, it strikes me as ironic that sometimes when something's shunned like that and all of a sudden everybody around the world like goes, oh, we love this. They're like, yeah, it originated here. Come on, yeah. man. It's fantastic. Uh-huh. So, yeah. no problem. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. And so uh, let's, let's move on then to the beginning of the cruise. So you're approaching your cruise ship. This is, which cruise ship? This is the celebrity, which one? Eclipse. Eclipse. What were your initial thoughts uh, as you were approaching the ship and how was the embarkation process for you guys? Um, embarkation was, uh, you know, as you can imagine, kind of long and tedious to this line, get on the other line on the other line, then the other line. All right. You know, you just, you just, you know, after, after a point, just like zone out and just what go else? wherever they tell you to go. You're kind of like an autopilot. Here's my ticket. Here's my thing. Put everything down the, you know, uh, the conveyor belt, you know, like wherever they, they see inside your luggage, you know, just run with it. Um, so, you know, that, that's always annoying. That's frankly what I hate about traveling. It's the getting there. Uh, yeah, it's that transitional phase that takes hours of like the second you get to the airport, <laughs> you know, it's like ah, this is gonna be awful you know just going through security alone that alone <laughs> is uh, a test of patience but you know um, one of the things I like about cruising as opposed to normal um, or what I was not normal but like land based vacations is yeah. what you just said is you know once you get onto that cruise ship you're gonna be it's there done. Too. yeah it's done yeah. there for 14 yeah. days 
you don't have to go through any more customs or craziness or you know stuff like that well it, i mean it, unless you get until on, it, uh, and until you get back you know yeah, okay back. yeah but i mean it, like a couple of years ago like the year before i met you i went on a trip that i flew from lax to London, then from London to Amsterdam, from Amsterdam to Rome and Vatican City, and then to Barcelona, and then back to London. And we were like, we're not going to do this like that again. And, and like, because it, it's just like half Because it's a lot. It's a lot. Well, and if one is, thing gets. the security. Yeah. And if one thing gets delayed, everything else just kind of falls off the wayside. So, no, I get you it. know, it, it sucks. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what kind of a cabin did you guys have? Um, so it wasn't a suite, but it wasn't, okay, it did have a balcony, but I don't know, I don't know if, I, like, I don't think it was a suite, like, it, you know, it wasn't this sprawling, massive, you know, uh, room, um, but it did have kind of, like, the couch area, and, um, that could have been and a balcony, maybe, yeah, and, um, it, like, it, it was a queen size bed. Um, uh, it oh it we got a room for handicapped. People. Okay. So a lot of the things were kind of just like spacious. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the bottom of the bed was not like uh, that perfect uh, uh, square, mm-hmm. but the. The at the corners were were kind of circular. Okay. Hmm. You know, so for a wheelchair to go around, I okay. would assume. Nice. Um. So that was like interesting. Um, the bathroom, the shower had plumbing issues day one, so that had to get fixed. You know, little things that you're just like, <laughs> man, come on. And we waited how long because the rooms weren't ready? Well, you know, Uh-oh, that's not seen on that. Like, is good. <laughs> you know, ah, nobody thought about run. All right, okay. Well, I did, and it's busted. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> well, and it's those little things that can sometimes add up. I mean, and we're going to be yes. honest on this podcast. If you, if you, if you had some challenges, like I can remember when we went on the cruise to the Baltics, you and I. I loved that cruise. I thought it. Yeah, was, yeah, it was great. There, yeah, there was. A, almost no problems. I think, I, I think in the entire, I think, what, what was it? 10 days, 12 days, something like that. 11. Yeah. It was 11 days that we were on that cruise. And in all that time, I want to say I had, there was like one thing and only one thing that was an issue and that was it. And it was, I think there was a problem with the, like the water to the bathroom at one point, And it was just for like a half an hour. And the, and the, the stewards came, came to your room and said, Hey, I just want to let you know, this is happening right now. We're doing a pressure system check. You know, I just, sorry for the interruption. We'll let you know as quickly as it's done. And that was it. Yeah. And, and like those things, those isolated events, I don't mind shit happens. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's the accumulation of them that yeah. leads me to believe, okay, we just have a maintenance issue in general <laughs> or, or a cleaning issue in general. Well, how was, how was the food on the ship? Um, it was good. It was good. Um, the buffet, which is what I ate from, from where I ate the most, um, because, you know, I'd rather eat, you know, when I'm hungry as opposed to like, nope, d- uh, dinner's at six every yeah. night. You have to shower at this hour. No, no, no. Um, I'll eat when I want, you know. Uh, that food was good. I ate a lot of fish, a lot of fish. Um, Do they have vegan options for you on the buffet there? Uh, yeah, but they're, I mean, every so often maybe. Okay. And um, if I were have, like, would have gone like strictly vegan for that trip, I would, I would have starved a few times. Mm. And you know, at the buffet, it's just like, what, the salad bar? No. I'm going to I'm gonna have to talk to you about a group cruise type thing in the future because I know there are a couple of group cruises where the theme is based on veganism and the entire ship goes vegan for that. So we'll, we'll talk okay. about that offline. <laughs> I mean, I would, like, I would love to, but I, I wouldn't take a trip. Like, I mean, it will have to go somewhere interesting, mm-hmm. the cruise, you know? Yeah. 
um, but I'm not gonna get on a boat just to eat, <laughs> you know, because like, like I will do that regardless, you know, <laughs> of where we go. Yeah, no, um, I yeah. And did you happen to see any of the entertainment on the ship while you were going on the cruise? No, I know. We are, no, I, no, I mean, but that's fine. You um, entertain your own. <laughs> I, at one point, the dancers um, did a choreographed number for us on the pool deck on a day that, that we were at sea. Oh. That was cool. You know, very, very talented uh, uh, team Performers, of... Yeah of dancers that they had, you know, yeah, cool. Uh, but yeah, the, oh, the eight o'clock show that the, I never saw anything uh, there. That's okay. Um, yeah. So this is the part of the vlog and podcast where I let you take over a little bit. Talk to us about, I mean, cause you went to three different countries. Can you maybe talk yeah. about one thing that you did at each of the countries that really stood out to you? Sure. Uh, so, Argentina, okay, so I, I talked a lot about Argentina. So two things I want to say about uh, Buenos Aires. Okay. One of them is the cemetery. Uh, Re Recoleto, it's called, I believe. Recoleto. Um, yeah, R-E-C-O-L-E-T-O. Um, I believe that's the name. Uh, it's... Uh, not so much a cemetery as a mausoleum. Mm. Um, I mean, I, it, it's like there are no graves. It's all um, mausoleums, you know, instead of a graveyard. Yeah. Like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's many monuments for the dead. It's little chapels and statues of angels and virgins and, you know, whatever. Um, it, just all this, you know, things, uh, it, you know, uh, taller than me, and I'm six foot two, um, yeah. just all over the place. It's like a labyrinth of um, just statues everywhere uh, commemorating the dead. Anybody One of them, yeah. yes, um, Ava. Ava Peron. Yeah, uh, she was, uh, she's buried question mark there um i mean and and i say question mark because because i don't know uh how far to the ground these things uh go you know the the body could literally be like street level i don't know um and that one's that was the only one that we saw that still had uh fresh flowers mm. there so people still go and and you know uh leave uh flowers and notes and like all kinds I, of things. I want to make a side note on this, uh, on this topic really quick. Cause when I was in Paris, I did a very similar thing where I went to a cemetery that was recommended to me. And I was like, well, why would I want to go to a cemetery? And the way yeah. you describe it is it's think of it more as an outside museum and yep. it's the same type of mentality. And when you go through there, you're getting a chance to see all these lovely uh, you know, like these uh, crypts that are all done up in Gothic styles. Yeah, and yeah. Sculptures. And sometimes you get to see some of those famous people, like with the one I went into uh, France and in Paris with, I got to see Jim Morrison, Oscar Wilde. Oh, and, oh my God. So, I mean, it, it was definitely worth the trip. And it was like, I would have never thought about it. And the size of that place was massive. Huge, it was than yeah. So, I mean, definitely worth the trip. So don't yeah. cross it off your list of things to see students because it's a cemetery. You may get a lot of really interesting opportunities to see some really amazing images there. So definitely just, something to see. I mean, okay. and definitely the place to get buried. I mean, I know where I want to get buried. <laughs> like, and I want the tallest motherfucker. No, um, <laughs> All right. Um, and so then you guys are heading next out of Argentina to Brazil. So yes. Then we went to Brazil. Um, okay. Here's where my memory gets a little bit foggy. Uh, there was so we went to uh, Santos, which uh, is two plus hours from Sao Paulo. Okay. There we had the option of taking the day trip to Sao Paulo or taking a tour of Santos. We opted to take the tour of Santos because um, 
as curious I am about Sao Paulo, it is two and a half hours away yeah. on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yep. to ju- ju- just to see a highly congested city, I mean, I live in New York, so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I'm good. Well, um, in, when we were in St. Petersburg, did, or, um, no, I don't know if it was you. I think, did you guys stay in St. Petersburg or did you go to Moscow? No. Um, no. You were with us in St. Petersburg. Yeah, yeah. We, we did both days in St. Yeah. Petersburg. In when when we went to Germany, we yeah. had the option of going uh, Berlin. To, to Berlin, and that was three hours, painful, and and that was by train. You know, so there's no stopping. Oh wait, there's traffic. It's gonna take longer. No, no, no. It like it was three hours proper. Period. Um, but here, you know. With my motion sickness, I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to do two hours in a bus to see anything. Yeah. Uh, so, but we went to um, uh, Santos instead, and it was a very beautiful, um, charming town. Uh, very colorful. Um, we had a great tour guide. He had a very thick accent, so a lot of people could not understand him. I struggled at times, but um, very charming, very nice guy. And, you know, uh, it's great to have a tour guide who clearly loves what he does or pretends to very well. <laughs> um, you know, um, we saw the church of um, La Virgen de la Monserrate. So up in some, like, we also have to take a tram, but the, the tram is almost like a century old, I want to say. It's been maintained throughout the years, of course, because obviously, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, otherwise it's just a death trap. <laughs> um, like, like, you see that thing and you're like, oh my God, this is going to break, but it didn't. So we went all the way up the hill on this tram, uh, where the the last functioning casino in Brazil was okay. Um, yeah, you know because then it became um, uh, outlawed. Um, Interesting. And and you see the pictures, and and that day was a very hot day, and you know we're all like sweating bullets. But in the pictures, you see everyone. Uh, dressed for winter like the women are in minks mm. uh there were men in with, with scarves you know like with, with with the whole three-piece suit thing um plus a scarf and you're like oh my god you know it just, it just gets hotter um it's the time uh, before, though. yeah and then everyone's smoking in these pictures the good old days uh-huh. <laughs> um so and then after Santos, we stopped at a at an island called um, Isla Bella. We did not get off that day. Uh, it was raining heavily, uh, and from what we heard, um, people who went on a tour had to turn around and just cancel it because a certain road street that the bus had to drive through became flooded. There was just no way to do the tour. And this was apparently like at the beginning of the tour. So I guess there was a good call on our part. Um, so I didn't see uh, Ila Bella, which is uh, a small island off the mainland Brazil. Um, a- after that, we went to this small town called Bucios. I like, loved it. <laughs> Loved it. Um, B-U-Z-I-O-S. And from what I understand, it became famous because that's where Bridget Bardot, back in the day, would go on vacation. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So, and I think there's somewhere like a statue of hers, um, like along the coast or something. I don't know. I, I didn't see it, but I've seen pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't see it. And um, there's a lot of water taxis there that will take you to other beaches. Um, uh, right on the, on the port, um, there's this long uh, cobblestone and just 
rock road uh, that's it's so exquisite charming um, it's all shopping and like little cafes and restaurants and what it's uh, people called it um, the the Saint-Tropez of Brazil and <laughs> yeah and I can totally yeah see that although I've never been to Saint-Tropez but uh, but you know, from 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 yeah. But from what I understand, that's very much, uh, and yeah, it's just so cute. And you know, you, you could really just spend more time there. You know, that's that was definitely a place to uh, just kick back and relax. You know, sounds good. Um, we took a water taxi to to one of the beaches there, and. There, um, you know, they they know that pe- uh, a bunch of tourists are coming, so they give you, they provide you with um, restaurant service from the restaurants that are like right there on the coast, mm-hmm. but like on the sand. So they'll they'll bring out the beach chairs, a table, whatever, just like boom, just improvise it, an <laughs> umbrella, whatever, and they bring you food. We got so much food. Um, we got a, um, a like, uh, I, I don't know how to say it in English, but um, like lobster, some other shrimp, um, like big shrimp, jumbo shrimp grilled thing, like and a, another- a platter of some sort? Uh, three different platters we got, and okay. then the other one was like a like like chilled octopus, kind of kind of like a ceviche, but a lot of octopus. <laughs> this was among the best meals I've had in my life, and wow. we ate that you know on a beach, whatever. Just be like, well, I don't know. <laughs> And it's like packed and like a bunch of people. And then, you know, this guy just comes in this very thick accent talking Spanish, but with a Brazilian accent, you know, so there was like a few things that I was like, wait, wait, what? Um, uh, and he's just like offering us service and food. And we're like, okay, sure. You know, fuck it. You know, we, we have like four hours or f- five before the cruise leaves. You know, we have time. And that meal was exquisite. Nice. Um, so... Yeah, so that was Bucios. Then finally we got to Rio. Mm. Uh, Rio, I loved the city. Um, and we were there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, we were there for three days. Okay. Um, uh, the cruise obviously intentionally uh, uh, arranged it so that um, we would be there for Carnival. Okay. Um, now, for those of my so the, for those of my students who are not familiar with it, what exactly is Carnival? So, car, so it comes from um, from a Catholic uh, thing. Um, so there's Ash Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of Ash Wednesday, and forgive me, I'm an atheist these days, but I was raised Catholic. Okay. Um, so as of Ash Wednesday. Uh, for 40 days, it's what's called Lent. Okay. So you're supposed to give something up, you know, uh, meat, sugar, whatever, you know, something that, that you know, costs you something uh, in order to, um, uh, you know, as a, as a gesture of observance for the 40 days that Jesus spends on the desert walking. Okay. Um, so for 40 days, you do that. Um, and then it ends in like Easter, you know, ah, he came back, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, so back in the day, uh, the thing that people would give up uh, was meat. Because, you know, meat, especially in Western culture, has always been like a delicacy, you know, uh, you have a steak, you know, let's go out for a steak. Uh, you know, it's celebratory, it's big, it's gluttonous, it's meaty. It's, eh. Whereas um, eating uh, agricultural products like corn, wheat, whatever, grains, that's always been for the poor people, right? So the thing that people would give up is meat, 
Um, so that is why the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday is called Mardi Gras, hmm. Fat Tuesday, ah. um, because uh, meat contains a lot of fat. Mm-hmm. So before entering, going into Lent, mm-hmm. uh, people would just stuff their face with like cow and pork and everything because <laughs> we're not going to have this for 40 days. Um, so before Ash Wednesday, you know, this evolved into this like massive party, you know, let's just, you know, be degenerates because <laughs> for the next 40 days, we're, you know, no sex, no eating, no drinking, no smoking. Okay. You know, so, so we're going to do everything the day before. Um, so, 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 so that's where Mardi Gras became called Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. um, Fat Tuesday. Um, and then, you know, if you just keep, it, uh, starting the party earlier then we have three days of you know massive party and carnival is very much falls you know just aligns with this thing okay uh uh so like the three days before ash wednesday it's a big party and the carnival itself takes place in I don't know how I would call it. Um, San Podromo, that's the name of the venue. Um, it's not a stage. Okay, so think of a football field, but not as long and not as wide. Um, enough for, it, it's like about an avenue wide. Like a, a parade? Yeah, yeah. So, okay. so, so, so the parade is not like just on, like on the streets um, where you, you know, where uh, like a passerby can just walk up to it and just observe it from, from the sidewalk. No, you, you have to buy tickets to see this. Okay. Um, highly recommend this is one thing you want to buy when you get there in Rio. Uh, not through the cruise ship. Uh, the advantage of doing it through the cruise is that someone is always there to hold your hand throughout this whole experience, but only to realize that you maybe don't need that much hand-holding after all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's if you do it through the cruise, it's ridiculously expensive, mm-hmm. which we paid for, you know, because we didn't know, right? And we're like, all right, let's... You know, let's just and and also I'm 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 with mom. She's 62. She doesn't want to just like let's just go where the party takes us. No, uh, she's more uh, conservative in in her planning and what mm-hmm. danger she'll expose herself to and whatnot. So you know, sure, whatever. It's kind of, it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's fine. You, it's fine. I, I'm sure you misspoke, by the way, and in, in saying that she was uh, more than 39, because I, I I think she's around that age. Did I say 39? Okay. So I was like, I just wondered <laughs> right, if you were Right. My that. bad. Gigi, if you're listening, I love you, girl. I'm dyslexic. So. I'm dyslexic. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, what's going sure. on? Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. So and um, yeah. so how long did carnival last for while you were there? Is it so three days? Three days. Well, three nights to be accurate uh it starts at at, at around uh nine ish every night okay and it ends at around 6 a.m the following oh wow that's yeah yeah so yeah so we only saw one night um so the the way the parade the carnival uh works um i mean it is definitely something to see, and I'm glad I saw it, though I don't think I would do it again. Um, it's just, like, way too many people, and, you know, just getting out of the venue is, like, impossible. Um, you know, which is, which is also, like, why I hate concerts. Like, just... Le- it's like the... It's, so, it's, it's like when you're sitting on the back row of an airplane, you know, by the time you get to leave... You know, uh, (laughs) just going through people, just, uh, you know, so that part of it, I really dislike, but, you know, most people like concerts, so, you know, that's okay. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, but um, it's, it's definitely something worth seeing, the parade itself, it's six schools, 
that's what they're called. Uh, six different parades. Each one is a hundred is uh, an hour and twenty minutes. Um, we we only saw the first two. I mean, because I'm just like, okay, you know, it yeah. it, it, it was like <laughs> oh, like 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 over uh, past one a.m. and we were really tired. I was really tired. And my ass was hurting a lot from sitting <laughs> on those. No, yeah, it, it's, you know, it's uncomfortable, but still an experience. I, I don't regret it. At least Next see it time. Yeah. What? At least see it once. Oh, yeah, yeah, total. Yes, yes, yes. It's like, I suppose, you know, the Great Wall of China, which I haven't seen, mm-hmm. um, or the Grand Canyon, which I haven't seen either. You know, it's something I would just do once. You know, I do want to do it, but I don't. I like, like, I don't think I'll be next year. We'll come to the Grand Canyon again. No, I mean, who knows? You know, ma- ma- <laughs> maybe I love experience. it. Yes, maybe. Maybe I'll love it, or maybe I will and say okay, but I won't do this again. Um, <laughs> uh, How was the weather during those days? It was fine. You know, summer, uh, not scorching heat, but summer. Okay. And then when did you get down to the Copacabana Beach? Oh, um, we did that, I think, on our day two. Um, That's, okay, that's another thing I would really want to do if I go back to Rio during Carnival. It's to stay at a hotel beachfront of Copacabana. Okay. That's what I would like to do. Uh, that's where like the the street parties and the beach parties happen during carnival. And that's what I would have really liked to have experienced. Again, I was with mother and nothing was gonna happen anyway, but <laughs> but you know, still, but at the same time, you know, you can't get too wasted because you have your wallet on you, you're this, you know, but if the hotel's there. All you need is your room key, which if you lose, just tell the front desk, you know, when you get back, hey, I, I lost my key. It's somewhere in that street party. I don't know. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay. And so um, one other thing I want to touch base with you on really quick, and we may mention that earlier in the video and, and uh, podcast, is the Christ the Redeemer. Uh, now, how, did you, how were you able to get to that? Um, so all, we, we saw it also through the cruise on a tour. Um, you take a tram, like the one in Santos, but way longer, um, all the way up this hill. And then once you get there, you can either walk, I think it was 240 something steps or take an elevator. I took the steps, mom took the elevator. Okay, nice. Um, and yeah, because the line to the elevator was insane. And I was like, I'm sure I could take the steps without rushing and still get up there before mom. And I did. Um, <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, through the, through the uh, tram, you get a ticket, whatever, the whole thing, and then it takes you up there. I was going to ask you, and this is something I should have asked you when we were talking about Carnival. Were you actually able to take pictures of Carnival or was it something that they just screwed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Awesome. So I know we don't have a lot of time to go over a lot of things more, but I want to do, I do want to go down to Uruguay really quick because um, we yes. haven't talked about that. Uh, talk to me a little about at least one thing that you did down in Uruguay. I mean, obviously, I know you saw the dancers that were down there, but what else yeah. did you guys do? <laughs> Um, so we went to two places. One was uh, Punta del Este, okay. um, which is, I, it's, it's a very, uh, you know, it's for the, it's a town for the rich. It's like the Hamptons, I guess. <laughs> it's, it's the Hampton, the, the, the Hamptons, uh, Hamptons, oh my God, I can't even, it's the, <laughs> yeah, it's the Hamptons of Montevideo, which is like the capital. Okay. And apparently uh, to Buenos Aires, too. Um, apparently a lot of uh, 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 people from Buenos Aires go to Punta del Este to vacation. You know, uh, once we got off the, the, like, on the port, you see, like, blah, 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 yacht club. You know, so you're like, okay. You know, it's one of those. Um, That's cool. Yeah. Uh, a lot of boutiques, you know, nice things. We saw a Valentino, you know, so it's very nice. Um, but it's not, but it's 
clearly a beach town. Clearly a beach town. Um, but with boutiques. Okay. Um, and then Montevideo, the capital, great. Uh, it's, it has, a, I mean, from what we saw, a lot of beautiful houses. I mean, beautiful. Uh, I, I did not see the kind of um, opulence of Buenos Aires. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where you can be like, okay, clearly very, 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 very rich people live here. Um, uh, or, but I also did not see the, you know, like the extreme poverty that you saw, for example, uh, in parts of Rio, like the favelas, which are like, the, yeah, you know, like, um, uh, they're like uh, stacked up apartments type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except apartment implies a building. Oh, like um, almost. It's it's like yeah. It's it's kind of build bi- build as you go. Yeah. From from afar, it's very picturesque. It's very colorful. Literally, you know, a lot of colors. So you know, there's a certain charm and beauty to it. Um, but you know, you know what it is. Um. But you also did not, but so, so I did not see that at all in Uruguay, either extreme. It was all kind of just a very healthy middle class from like lower middle to upper middle, but middle middle. Okay. You know, a lo- like, like a lot of beautiful houses, no sprawling mansions, right? Mm-hmm. But just really nice and, and, and very clean city, very pretty. Uh, yeah, that's where he's from. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. All right, well, cool. So then you get back over to Buenos Aires, and it's time to disembark. Uh, how was the disembarkation process? Was it okay? Annoying. Annoying. You know, same, same old, same old, yeah. Can we just get this <laughs> over with? And how stand was- in line, the other line, oh. yeah. How was, how was your return flight? You said um, that they, there was a little bit of a nicer plane that you guys got to go on on the way back? Yeah, so the plane was nice, but um, the airport, I think, is understaffed. Um, so we got there extremely early uh, because we had no, nowhere else to go. Our flight left at almost midnight, and we had to leave our rooms at 9 a.m. Oh, um, yeah, so we spent hours on the airport, but we thought, oh, you know, it's fine. We'll just get into the lounge and just hang out there, nap there, and it'll be fine. No, uh, you can't even, like, checking in is not possible until four hours before your flight. Oh, my gosh. And we were there, like, 12 hours before or something. <laughs> so it was just, like, you know, this is, like, unheard of, I, you know, in other airports, I think, where, you know, you can afford to be ridiculously early. You can just ha- hang out at the lounge, but you're going to have to wait, you know? It's craziness. So that was annoying. That was very annoying. But at the same time, it's just, you know, what are you going to do about it? That's true. Well, okay, so let's talk about some post-vacation thoughts then. So what are the pros of going to, like, the three countries that you went to? What would you say are probably the biggest things that you, that you liked about it? I, okay, so my big takeaways. Um, I, I, or, like, things that uh, left the most impact, made, made the most impact, uh, Buenos Aires. I, I just thought it was a very beautiful city. Um, and Rio. Uh, I, I do want to go back during Carnival, but do it differently. Um, and I really liked Bucios. I loved it. I thought it was, thought it was very pretty. Awesome. And the trip is convenient because these countries are, uh, you know, at least the ports of call were, are relatively close to one another. So, okay. Yeah. Excellent. And what would be something that you'd want to make sure maybe a first time traveler would be, a, would want to be aware of? Um, so Rio, the beaches, um, especially Copacabana and Ipanema, which are the two most uh, popular ones down there. That's my understanding. Um, 
there's issues with uh, theft, just like petty theft. Um, you know, you can't, it, it's highly discouraged to, you know, if you go on a, on a, you know, to the beach, like a group of you guys, someone should stay behind while the others are in the water. Mm. Because if you don't, the, what, will, what will probably happen is that your stuff will get stolen. So that, that's not cool, you know, but uh, that's the only thing. But even if you go there, you know, on your first time, I'm sure people at the hotel, at, at, like at, at, at the cruise, people told us this a lot, you know, crew, the, the cruise itself would warn us against about uh, theft. Mm. So that's the all right the and, thing. and then any value adds cost savings or best practices that you would want to share with my students um if you're gonna see the carnival uh buy it in rio locally <laughs> um e- even if it's a tourist trap it'll still be cheaper than in some charter thing oh totally. uh, yeah so well, I want to thank you very much, Graciani, for your time. You're welcome. Really fun. I enjoyed it. I hope we can do this again in the future. Yeah, um, next yeah, trip. Absolutely. Please keep me informed. Um, now, again, for my students that are out there, if you have any questions or if there are any comments, I'd love to hear from you. So please feel free to send me an email at scott at theprofessortravel.com. If you're viewing this on YouTube, please click the bell button at the top of the screen in order to be notified when new videos come out. Uh, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so and give us a like if you like this video if you're listening on a podcast we really appreciate a high rating so of course please feel free to rate it on itunes or spotify or podomatic whichever method you're listening on but until the next time make every day a travel adventure take care everybody bye-bye now the professor travel is a broadcast from orange county california a transcript of each podcast may be requested by contacting the professor travel at his website theprofessortravel.com For opportunities to work with The Professor Travel, feel free to contact Scott at theprofessortravel.com or contact us through YouTube, Instagram, or Facebook at The Professor Travel or Twitter at TheProfessorTR1. Make every day a great day to have a travel adventure.